Hello, it's Rafaela here from ThreadUp. I continue to support the creative community through this crisis with all sessions now on video and phone calls. For details, please check threadup.co.uk. You can also find details of free check-ins I offer on my Twitter at threadup underscore and on Instagram and Facebook at threadup. Please share this. Somebody out there might need it. Stay safe and let's get through it together. Psychomedy Daily Dose, the spin-off series of short episodes of Psychomedy during this time of near total shutdown of the live comedy circuit due to coronavirus. I'm Nathan Cassidy, stand-up comedian and Bachelor of Science in Psychology, and every day now I'm going to be talking with a different comedian about the current situation, along with passing on some hopefully really helpful and positive strategies, coping mechanisms from the counselling professionals we partner with at threadup.co.uk. I'm hoping that by sharing experiences and some positivity with comedians, we can all get through this together in the best possible way. So joining me on Psychomedy Daily Dose today, it's Glenn Wall. Hello. 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 Glenn, how are you? I am absolutely wonderful. (laughs) Best I've ever been. Peak physical shape. I don't (laughs) drink too much. (laughs) <laughs> and um yeah i'm i'm not missing work at all <laughs> nice what are your top fitness tips for this time <laughs> uh <laughs> well i i i joke but um i like i had to rush back um i was living in canada and then um sadly my uh, wife's sister passed away so oh goodness sorry to hear that yeah, no, it's it's a tragedy. Oh, but um, yeah, so and this happened right before we feared the lockdown, and I was gonna be gone for a, we knew we were gonna go for a year, um, maybe more if it had worked out, but definitely for a year. And then that happened, and then um, I uh, so I had to I had to move back to England on three days' notice. Um, and uh, one of the things we did, the job was up in the air, but we, we put um, some of our stuff in storage. And I thought, just get rid of it all and buy new stuff when we get back. Uh, but my wife uh, insisted. And now that has been <laughs> absolute. Um, uh, it's been a, a lifesaver. And one of the things that I didn't get rid of was... Uh, quite a nice bicycle that i thought wow I, i'll just get a new one but if i'd done that then um i would have been hooped but i now have a really good bicycle i'm in the essex countryside and uh i ride it almost every day in some form or another so. nice 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 oh god so sorry to hear that man i mean god, i was talking, yeah as soon as i said it i'm like this doesn't sound like advice at all <laughs> yeah. Oh this God! Is a really yeah. long story, and it's got a death of a loved one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, was, I was talking to Steve and Alan um, yesterday or day before, and yeah, he's had some tragedy in his life just before this happened. And God, this is hard enough for anyone who it's all falling into place for. But anyone that's going through grief or anything else, it's just 
Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, I mean, I've had this happen. Um, I, I was doing a play at the Barbican um, many years back, and uh, it was um, uh, it was a big career opportunity for me. And uh, in the middle of rehearsals, my wife at the time informed me she wanted a divorce, um, oh which I mean, it was the only way out. It, it was just we'd married the wrong person both of us right. <laughs> um, so it was the right simultaneously thing. yeah 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 on the same day we both made a really bad decision <laughs> yeah. you know so we had that in common <laughs> uh, with this play i was able to um it was it was actually quite beneficial because i could ice over and i i truly inhabited my character every night <laughs> and i was lucky enough i was playing um uh, the, the CEO of the company, and uh, I was just a real asshole, and uh, you know, always sort of secretly boozing, and you know, I'd been hired by it was nepotism. So I really, uh, I got good uh, reviews. <laughs> this guy's really, uh, wow, <laughs> he's really taking this role seriously. <laughs> what was the play? It was called Office Party. It was one of those ones where um, the crowd was, uh, oh, it yeah. was interactive. Yeah, I heard of that. I think I was going to come and see that, yeah. I'd have been like, that guy is amazing. He looks so drunk. Yeah, well, well more than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can, um, enough water has passed. I, my God, it, we did it in Edinburgh too. and. Um, mm. The last night of that run, my lord, I almost, I almost fell over in an MDMA haze. <laughs> I remember, like they had, because it was supposed to be a, um, it was supposed to be an office party. So there was like um, these ladies that danced on, you know, they they they're. Um, they ribbon, they got ribbon, they hang like these really strong ribbons from the ceiling and they- Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Silk, silks, yeah. Sil yeah, my God, I was high. And <laughs> I just remember like looking at them going, I look really hard. <laughs> I had to lean on two people. <laughs> and again, they're like, oh, the boss is happy. <laughs> you better fucking believe it. <laughs> Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, apart from cycling and MDMA, <laughs> how are you getting through this? You got a, you got a, you got a, a young child in the house. That must be distracting. Yeah, but um, I mean, it's really, it's it's lovely, and then it gets um, gets harder in the afternoons. Like the kids just pump full of energy and he's learning um he's got a new trick every day that you have to be aware of he's it's like a video game really you just sort of you get better incrementally at stopping what he's getting better incrementally at doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what are the uh what are the main challenges i have a, i have a 12 year old um in the house and a nine-year-old let's not forget about her but the 12 year old is He's absolutely great. And then between 10 p.m. and 10.30 p.m., when I tell him to go to bed, 
he's just the I mean I love him, but he's the most hideous person on the planet. He's, 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 oh, he's awful. <laughs> and he looks at me with such hatred and it's not I just don't think this is a phase. I think he actually hates me now for for getting him to go to bed when he's not tired enough because I mean, he's not doing enough, is he? <laughs> well, I mean, I had a theory on why men like war movies so much. <laughs> and it's not to do with, you know, who gained crowned or who. We just like seeing teenage boys die. <laughs> <laughs> And it's something I don't think women understand. Um, <laughs> it's just the way teenage boys look at us sometimes. And it's the reason that humans have spread across <laughs> the planet. Because in the old times, they'd just give you that, what are you going to do about it? Look, and then you'd hit them so hard, they'd move to another beach. <laughs> and they would learn all, you know, take all that they'd known. And, you know, a couple of people, and then it just it spreads like that. And then they're old, raggedy, and some other kids looking at them. And then you understand the circle of life as your jaw, as your fist hits the jaw, and it's like, oh, humans are getting everywhere by punching. <laughs> I might use that in my stand-up. By the way, that's that's been. That's been in the maybe pile for a long time. So <laughs> if anybody's listening to this going, he did material. It wasn't material when I said it, but I probably will be. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Now, anything you say on this podcast is, is co-written by me, I'm afraid. Oh, is um, it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've now got a writing credit. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You keep looking for it online. I, do, I can't see it. No, 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 no. It's a very soft release. But anyway, I don't know all the material. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, yeah. my son, uh, between 10 and 10.30, he, he lies the other way around on his bed because that's, you know, that's giving me the middle finger. Uh, he, he lies the other way around on his bed. But what he doesn't realize is he's still got a very soft, big shark. Even though he's 12, he's got a soft toy. And so he always rests his head on this massive shark. So he thinks, he thinks he's giving me pain, but I'm just laughing inside going, you're 12 and you're just lying on a big fluffy shark. And he is now <laughs> sniffing his own feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of thing, like it literally only hurts him. Yeah. Like you give a shit whether or not <laughs> yeah. which ways yeah. like you just told him to go to bed you didn't tell him you know this isn't you're not facing mecca or anything <laughs> you can sleep in it any way you yeah, like. yeah the door is closed i don't give a fuck yeah yeah we showed him <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh dear well, yes. How about gigs? You're obviously missing gigs, I'm sure, as the international star that you are. Uh, I know, because I, I, I got really sad when it all... I, maybe it was cathartic, uh, too, but I just took all of the dates out of the diary, mm. you know, that were like on iCal. I deleted them all just so that they wouldn't be there staring me in the face every time <laughs> I did have something to put in there. Yeah. And I quickly realized I needed them to submit for um, 
for you know bailout purposes. So <laughs> yeah. I, I then had to call everybody. <laughs> Sometimes it was on the day of what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. You should have just turned up to some, driven to some. I'm going, what the fuck? Yeah. Why why isn't he going ahead? Why? I'm here. I see. Yeah. I see you get your information from the mainstream media. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I saw on your social media that even even the bad gigs and the awful gigs are, are missed now, aren't they? I know. And uh, do you know what else I'm going through? I'm starting to regret every joke or thing I've ever said, like just going back and going, <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't think that, or oh, I could have made that better. It's, it's a really strange sort of introspection right now. I mean, this, in, in, um, in the larger point, I'm very happy for it because I was smart enough to, um put it all down on albums mm. and that's sort of sustaining me now through satellite radio royalty checks so mm. um you know I'll, as much as i regret it i also feel like the most gratitude towards it <laughs> but if i could go back and change it i would <laughs> yeah yeah i've seen you put out a few specials and did you put one out for free as well did you put out create creator for free uh, just like a Facebook Live thing. Yeah. Um, just yeah, you had to tune in at the time, and um, yeah, it was all right. It's it's sort of a, my my parents saw it, and it's all the the just at the end it gets pretty dirty. But it was I was just ripping. I was going off on a thing, and um, apparently that's the my mom just she got confused. And that's all they saw, just this really dirty ending where I'm talking about giving myself a hand job, like a <laughs> guy who looks like me is, and it's dirty. <laughs> and my mom just mentioned it in passing, like, uh, we saw a, a little barrier special there. <laughs> I was like, oh, duh, uh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, yeah, we just won't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad, he's a, he's a, a defense lawyer. You know, it's like he, he he defends criminals. His estimation of it was sounded like one of my clients talking. Guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. defends perverts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. I saw um, you've got the what was it, No Lands Man up on next up as well. I love that show. I love that show. The um, Osama bin Laden bit in that is one of my favorite routines of all time. Love it. Uh, thank you. Do you know that I talked to some people in the know, mm. uh, and uh, I was right. That's why they couldn't release those pictures. They had, they had, um, <laughs> really. Yeah, they had des- desecrated the body to an <laughs> yeah. extent that you couldn't you couldn't blame it on a bullet hole, and you could, <laughs> which is a pretty pretty good going. But, um, yeah, yeah, he didn't he didn't go into detail, but he said I was definitely on the right path. Oh, nice, what nice. happened there? I love the whole yeah. I love the whole lead up to that bit. The um, the line where you say 
uh, up to but not including. Just that line is just uh, just amazing. The up to but not including, <laughs> asking around and looking over fences. I remember at the time just bending over laughing. And uh, I think about that line often. I don't know what it is about it. It's just like the choice of words. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> But do you look back at some of these, you say with introspection, do you look back at them and say, even like recent things and think, man, I, I, could, I could do that better now? There, there's, there's stuff I would have done differently. Even I had to watch that special um, that I did uh, when it went out on Facebook Live. And even watching that, I was like, oh, God, I, I know what I was going for there, but I, I just, you know, because you get, you get better even even in the twilight of your career <laughs> like me. Um, and it's a real shame too, uh, because the new show that I've got, I, I did a work in progress in that, over in Edinburgh last year and it was ready then. And mm. uh, I just, I just thought, well, it'll be super ready for next year. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, it's about the birth of my son. So it might not, it might not work if I wait too long. But we'll see. I might do a double header or something. Something because I can't just. It, I I tend to write about periods of my life, like a two-year thing. Mm. So if I have a four-year gap between Edinburghs, I don't think I could squish a whole show into it. But we'll see. Sometimes, yeah. you know. Nice, yeah. Do one about your birth of your son, and then one about yeah, sitting in your house for six months. Doing yeah, very well, <laughs> I was speaking with my close personal showbiz friend Ed Byrne about mm. this, and um, we both concluded that um, the uh, the idea of uh, lockdown humor will be sort of met with the idea of Brexit humor was in the <laughs> end, where it will just be. like. <laughs> Man, don't even, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. it'll be hack, it'll be hack immediately. The good jokes will be taken by the hacks. And, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's best avoided. And that, but that, I mean, that was my point of view about this show that was written before the lockdown is that that's one of its powers is it doesn't reference it at all because mm. it hadn't happened yet. Um, <laughs> And it might be uh, unconsciously refreshing to your average punter to see something that has nothing. I might advertise it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I shall not mention it. <laughs> and then it's, an all, it's all about Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that will be the best thing to not mention it. Yeah, I don't know. How about general optimism? Are you generally optimistic for... I don't know, yourself or human nature as a whole out of this. I flick between being optimistic that uh, the cruel people will change and then I flick back to thinking people don't change. The, the bastards will still be so. I, I am optimistic, um, but um, I mean, it's, a, it's perhaps a false positivity, but you have to remember everybody's in quite a quite a spot right now so um you you have to maintain a rosy outlook and if anything uh, good has come from this is um i've seen less people feigning sadness for attention um just because 
can't, you know, you can't go on and go, you people don't understand what I'm going through. And it's like, I do. <laughs> what, what do you think? <laughs> no, but me specifically, I've self-diagnosed myself with um, lockdown phobia. So it's way worse for me. So I deserve all the, can you, can you retweet this, please? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh and I uh I'm a big fan of uh uh we uh, we well we watched all the doomsday preppers. Um it's on Netflix. They've only got one series of it, but um it was the where they go into these people that are prepping for doomsday and <laughs> they sort of snidely giggle at them and give them ratings for how much how ready they are for the apocalypse and of course it was all made before, before <laughs> the worldwide pandemic so um because they make them say what they're afraid of too and you know it's the collapse of the financial system or sometimes it's a worldwide pandemic and they're like the chances of a pandemic affecting the world like this is two percent since past <laughs> yeah you're laughing at this guy but then you're like i wonder if he's in that little buried <laughs> bank vault right now <laughs> but uh the one thing that they uh you know you can pick up you can pick up intelligence from anywhere but uh it it said they the most important thing in something like that like they would say people have to have games they have to have stuff to do and um the the one thing that they say about any um any situation where it's going wrong is that you you have to be upbeat it, like it raises your possibility of getting out of the situation uh, yeah but you know by 75 percent if you if you maintain a positive attitude so yeah yeah even if i'm scared i'm not gonna show it <laughs> yeah yeah I know. yeah i mean obviously some people are having a a really hard time right now but when you see people being overly negative when they don't need to be it sticks out i put out i, I shared that captain tom moore thing on facebook i'm not really looking at news so somebody sent me that and I, it was like two days old and i shared it and two probably a day after the story had come out and somebody commented on my facebook he said well not being funny but why are you sharing something that everybody has seen i'm like i'm like <laughs> I just deleted it. I'm like, dude, come on, come on. <laughs> and the Ben Fogel thing. Did you see the Ben Fogel thing from yesterday? Everyone was being nasty to him. He he shared something. He said, why, <laughs> why can't we let's uh, let's sing Happy Birthday to the Queen? Did you see that? Let's sing Happy Birthday to the Queen next Tuesday. And he got his <laughs> nine he got his nine year old kid in and said it was her idea uh, or his <laughs> idea. And uh, a little picture of him or her. <laughs> And then people just going, oh, you twats, Ben. I'm just like, no, he's just trying to be nice. Leave him alone. Yeah, yeah. Like, I won't be dipping my head out the window to sing any songs for her. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In in essence, he's just that. Uh, but I, I think that's the problem with it is everybody's tried to 
You know, they were like, oh, clap for Boris, please. <laughs> he was wandering around a hospital making fucking, <laughs> spitting in his hand and shaking was, with people. I'm shaking everyone's hand. Yeah, bragging about it too. Like the <laughs> virus is some guy in a pub that you can sort of eyeball till he apologizes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I had a thing go, um, I did a tweet, I said, uh, don't make this political as the coward's way of, oh, fuck, what was it? Is, yeah, I don't, that, yeah. don't make this political as the coward's way of apologizing for electing a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. uh, I knew, I knew it was good, but then Frankie retweeted it. Um, and uh, then um, Owen Jones and Billy Bragg. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> We're going to, I'm going to have some discussions here on the uh, old interweb. <laughs> but I've got a rule now is I, I really try not to argue, especially when you make a point like that. Mm. Um, I, you've, you've won, you know, like in a somebody, if somebody gets upset at you for it, um, then like, I mean, I haven't even said this on the thing. And, and if somebody really goes, I'll point it out to them, but um, that tweet is non, um, it's vague. It's, it's very vague and it applies to any government that's dealing with this pandemic. Like you could say it about, uh, Justin Trudeau or or anybody like as long as you didn't agree with the with a government's handling of it mm. and people going oh don't make it political um, all it's saying is that there's some cowards that regret who they voted for now <laughs> so yeah. the fact that people are like how dare you say that about me it's like <laughs> I didn't you did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your subconscious was the one who butted in and went look at this Somebody knows. <laughs> I'm gonna sleep upside down on my bed tonight. Because <laughs> Glenwall said this. Yeah. But so I, I purposely like I, I mean I charted it because you know people flat out like if you have that that tweet got like ten thousand retweets and forty thousand likes. I couldn't believe it. Nice. Um but people flat out start having conversations that you're tagged in and you're just like, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the people that are the do-gooders, sometimes they're totally wrong and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you missed the point of this all together. But I kept out of it, which I felt smart about. But then they started doing a thing. They started... Um, coming to my Facebook, like, and not even my fan page, but my, like, my, my friend page, which I, I admit, I, sh I should probably change my name on it. Um, but I found when I did, I tried that once. And when I would comment on things, people would really, like, what the fuck do you know? Like, no, it's yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. I had to clarify a few times. It just looked, yeah, I guess, I guess my opinions, <laughs> they have to be backed up by who I am before they can be accepted by the herd. Um, 
but yeah, they started. They started um, coming over, and th that was the odd part too. A guy, a guy who runs a Facebook page called "I Hate the Tories," and it's very <laughs> right on. He stole it. He stole it, and one of my uh, friend fan people tagged me, saying to him, "Are you going to give Glenn Wool credit for this?" So I came over and I was like, yeah, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> you can't just steal it. Because it was like, it was two hours after I tweeted it. Um, so I uh, I left a message. My wife left, like, just in the comments, just like, could you please just attribute this to me? Because <laughs> you got like 150 shares on it and stuff. And it was just, mm. you know, they in all in all, like, uh, that's, that's my livelihood. I, I write jokes for a living. And if, if I've, and then he, and under it, there was a bunch of Jonathan Pye stuff that he'd just like retweet, like he'd taken it from Twitter, but taken it from his account right. and put it on his page. So he knew how to do it. He did. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, did he get back? I, did he get back to you? Well, here's what happened. <laughs> I started drinking a bit. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I noticed that um, he uh, he was sending out more tweets and stuff like so he just wasn't going to respond to mine that had been on his thing. So I started going on those going like it's really simple. You just have to go into edit, <laughs> you change it, and say Glenn Wool wrote this. You don't even have to redo the tweet. Like, did you think I wouldn't come and find you like this? I'm a I'm a professional stand-up comedian. I'm waiting for the world to start again. I got nothing but time, fancy pants. <laughs> and at that point, uh, he blocked me because I shared it on my page too, and I said uh, this guy. I go, I know he hates the Tories. I wonder how he feels about plagiarism. Uh, <laughs> but then he blocked me. So then people from my page were coming over. So then he came over to my page in an avatar that had like one follower. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I don't know who you are. You're not, you're not a professional comedian. And like, just being an absolute dick to people. Like people were just like, Mate, all he wants is credit for his <laughs> yeah. joke. He's like, it's not his joke. I, I, I read it on a meme, or you know, like, he said it was really weird. Oh, God, and yeah, in they, retrospect, yeah. I could have really caught him because he said he'd been he saw it from some ex-footballer <laughs> on Twitter that had made a meme. Which, like, who would do that? <laughs> yeah. I had exactly the same thing. I put it, yeah, I put out a joke years ago and it got like a, yeah, thousands of retweets and somebody, somebody just uh, made up that they'd had the thoughts um, after, it was about a politician had said something, but I'd made up the fact that the politician had said it and they said, oh yeah, when I, but when I heard that politician say that, I had that same thought. <laughs> no, I made up that he'd said that. You know? <laughs> But he was so insistent. He was like, no, I heard him say it. I'm like, but it was in my exact wording and I made up that he'd said it. It was, <laughs> it was um, yeah. So this guy, um, I argued with him for a bit, but then he was starting to be a real dick. And um, I just called him a thief and a hack. And I went, okay, he's everybody say goodbye to him. He's blocked. And then the very next day, some guy, started going through all like he went back like 
through five tweets and just show these like, well, this doesn't make sense because like, like just <laughs> oh, so no. I assume I assumed that it was the I hate the Tories guy, mm. and again I'd been drinking by the time I found them, so I was <laughs> engaging with him when I shouldn't have been. I should have just blocked him, but. Um, I looked into it deeper because, again, like you know, and he was doing it on my page. So, like, they're all my friends. So they're all just like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're just gonna come in and make it some big circle jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what I think that guy, I don't, I don't think he was the I hate the Tories guy. Now, I think he had seen the the tweet, and because I don't respond to them, had been just looking for some way to get me to interact with him so yeah this tweet is turned like they're two different guys like one guy's really right wing and thought that i'd called him a coward whereas i said to you like, it doesn't <laughs> you you saw that yourself i didn't <laughs> specify and the other guy was from the left and wanted the credit for it so stole it <laughs> and, just, and then got really assy when he got caught i was like the tweet is the ring and the left guy <laughs> is smeagol and the right guy is Gollum. <laughs> it's really it's a really strange interlude, you know. But and and I couldn't, I for days after I couldn't understand what the right wing guy got out of it from coming to my page and just being a dick like that. Like like he didn't he didn't um, he didn't win in any you know, in, in any stretch of the imagination. I was like. What possibly? And he he also said something right at the end. He goes, "Out of all the comedians I've done this to, you're the worst. You're the <laughs> worst one." And um, then I realized, like, I, I mean, that's what he's doing. He's he he just wants to be thought of. He doesn't, you know. He's yeah. he's got a condition where he doesn't he doesn't realize the difference between good and bad attention. He just, you know, he, he likes, he, he almost likes that he's, he's uh, ruining something or, you know, it's like a, um, Maria Bamford was putting on free shows on one of those sites and they had just had to pull it because some people were just yelling or shit. I, 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 I didn't see the show, but I thought, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's one of the, not only fantastic comedians of our time, but of all time. Mm. And I buy, and I'm, and I'm not claiming that everybody should find the same thing funny that I do. But when you're going out of your way to ruin that, like that's really not going to affect your life at all. Mm. The fact that somebody's doing like you, you've really, you've really got a problem. Like I, I'm not saying you, you're, harming cats or anything but i would look at it the same way as that like like this is going to manifest into something else it's a really real like just that need to be hated is yeah. um yeah the the seedlings are there for somebody to turn out to be um really bad yeah i yeah. would say I would yeah. say because it's such a positive thing that you just need to be seen to be ruining and, and also not, not getting any notoriety for it. 
so to speak, like nobody really knows who they are. Uh. You know, and that's I, I mean, that's what I liked about um, New Zealand's reaction to the um, to the mosque uh, massacre. They won't speak his name. Right. You know, the, the prime minister um, who uh, has knocked it out of the park with her response to um, the coronavirus. Um, she, to this day, has never uttered his name and never, you know, there's no description, you know, there's no fame in that uh, in New Zealand. Yeah, these, these little bits of hate online, they, they add up, and particularly at this time. People don't realize yeah. the, the effect they have, the cumulative effect of just tiny little bits of hate. They, yeah, there's just, there's no point to it. And uh, unfortunately, well, we have, we have t more time to feed the trolls as comedians, but uh, the trolls have more time to be trolls as well, I guess. Well, and they also know that you can't go outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They know <laughs> yeah. where you are. They know where you are. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, I, I think, did you hear the story about that one, um, the one guy, he was, uh, he used to troll professional boxers, you know? Nice. Yeah, uh, yeah, he'd like, and just be online and, you know, there'd be these forums or websites where people could talk about their favorite boxer. He would just be an asshole, you know? Oh, that guy's a bum, is it, you know, just, mm. just being a dick about, um, about these guys and people are like you're just being an ass you know like let's let's build them up and uh, he yeah. just would not relent and um i guess somebody pieced it together who he was because <laughs> <laughs> he was having an online argument with a real professional boxer saying oh. you're you're terrible you're the fucking <laughs> worst fighter in the world well the boxer got a hold of his home address <laughs> And he he went there and was knocking on the door like, sorry, this will be easier. I don't like typing. Um, I got I to watch my head. So you had some things to say to me. And then he, then the guy sniveled online. <laughs> had to write a, a searing apology for everything that was wrong with him. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, I I would never advocate a professional boxer fighting anybody like they're just <laughs> they're just too tough now like <laughs> yeah he can't sit but fuck if I mean maybe that's what we should do with because a lot of professional boxers end up down on their luck maybe, <laughs> maybe that's what they could be used for <laughs> it's just troll thrashing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that brain injuries can be good at all, but they're they're easily pliable. When they happen. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to tell them why. Just who? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, lovely, Glenn. Yeah. Such a such a such a pleasure to have you on. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm just glad I had enough time in my busy schedule to fit you in. Yeah, let's do it again tomorrow. Let's do it again tomorrow. Yeah, do it every day. Let's do it a couple, a couple of hours tomorrow. This is great.
Oh, that was that was one of the things I said to um, I hate the Tories because he was he was just he would he kept going on that I wasn't a comedian and that I could never have made my money off of. And I just like, look, mate, I really am. (laughs) (laughs) I I said, uh, I said, uh, yeah, look, I'm not like a hugely famous comedian. I'm just a run of the mill stand up comic who's come back to England to restart his podcast with Frankie Boyle. (laughs) There's your scoop for the day. We are, we're, we're restarting. Oh, nice. Freestyle. That's great. Great. Yeah. And, uh, this guy, you could see his tone change. Where <laughs> <laughs> he's like, because you know, everybody, the the whole idea of this "Who are you?" fucking chant from the terrorists, from the terraces, <laughs> is like that's you might as well chant. I don't know what Google is. I don't know what Google is. <laughs> and yeah. if you Google me and Frank's name together, it'll it'll come up, and it's like. It's like, okay, so he's like, he goes, I don't talk to Frankie Boyle anymore. I tweeted a joke at him and he blocked me. And I was like, did he block the guy who wrote it too? <laughs> it was probably Frankie Boyle, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then he goes, and I go, um, but I, I thank you because we are restarting this podcast and you, uh, you've just given <laughs> us our first topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he goes, oh, I don't really listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote, why? Because they're too hard to steal. <laughs> 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 Nothing. No, no, people didn't even like it. Like <laughs> I thought for sure. People would come in and go, but yeah, maybe I phrased it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you should do, you should send over Tyson Fury after all this is done and find out where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> so, just with you in the background going, yeah, it was me that sent him. Yeah, it's harder to get Tyson now. A year ago, even. You yeah, probably, yeah. You probably could have got Tyson Fury for about a thousand pounds, but I think. Yeah. I, yeah, we're all going to be desperate. Huey. We're all going to be desperate after this pandemic's over. I think Tyson out of any out of any boxer right now, Tyson Fury is the, his upbringing has given him the best opportunity to not know this is going on at all. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the people of the Roma community don't think I was making fun of them. I have much love for you. I was just making a joke there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Glenn, thank you so much for joining me today. What, yeah. a, what a great pleasure to have you on. Beautiful. Thank you. Yes, thank you too. And I, he might not be Roma. He might be Traveller. I don't know. I don't know the intricacies. <laughs> but I just want it, I want it known I wasn't being a dick. <laughs> Don't worry, your troll will copy this. He'll send it to Tyson Fury. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you won't be in trouble. He will. <laughs> I didn't say it. Glenn Wall said it. Who the fuck's Glenn Wall? Yeah. The Frankie Boyle podcast. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> Story of my life. All right, lots of love to you, Glenn. Love to the family and what you've been through lots of love lots of love to you
Uh, thank you, and uh, and and sorry to hear about your son's shark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an equal tragedy. I know. Yeah, we, we all had something. We all we're all <laughs> yeah. dealing with something. <laughs> yeah. Look out for that selfie later. Poor me. Poor me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Retweet if you think it's horrible, or like if you just think it's devastating. <laughs> All right, cheers, man. Thanks so much. All right, later. Yes, the brilliant Glenn Wall there. Hopefully we'll get him back on in a couple of weeks to see how he's getting on. So that was our show for today. You can support the podcast, as always. If you'd like to, and you can afford to, at patreon.com slash Nathan Cassidy and go to psychomedy.co.uk. There's some great mental health tips there from our counselling partners, threadup.co.uk who are also offering free check-ins at this time for anyone that can't afford counselling. So join us again tomorrow for more Psychomedy Daily Dose. Please listen back on all the daily shows, all the main shows. Please give us a five-star review. Please pass us any comments. Psychomedy is produced by Mike Hansen at Pop People Productions. Check out psychomedy.co.uk or at psychomedypod. I'm Nathan Casty. Lots of love to you all. Stay healthy, stay optimistic, and tune back in for more Psychomedy Daily Dose tomorrow. Pod people.